Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway. Five of these left to go of 2023 seasonal Bush and Richie. Don't waste them. Four of them, says our producer. Four of them. We don't do one on Friday. It's got a good point. We don't do this on Friday. Four of them left to go. Uh, don't so waste wel- them. Welcome along. <laughs> Over the weekend, saw Santa. Did you? Actual Santa. Oh. Actual Santa. Uh, it was Rocco who very much wanted to go, my five-year-old. Um, but uh, we had to go with him, obviously, as well. Uh, it's a good Santa uh, who was at the local garden centre. I'm going to show you a picture I took of Rocco meeting actual Santa. Okay. You've watched um, uh, Breaking Bad, yes? Yes, indeed. Have a look at uh, this. Do you think this Santa looks like... What's the name of... Uh... Is it Jeff? Oh, what's his name? Uh, the, 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 the cop? Yes. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? It... What's his name? Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Here yeah. we go. Hold... Sorry about this, everyone. <laughs> this is like two dads. The, the actor's name is Dean Norris. But what's his name? Hank. Hank! Hank! Yeah. Don't you think Santa in that picture looks like Hank from Breaking Bad? It is. It does look just like him. Honestly, so Rocco's there like saying, <laughs> oh, I want this Spinosaurus for Christmas and all that kind of thing and lo- lovely cute chat. I'm looking thinking, I think that's Hank. <laughs> well, you know the weird thing is, I, I love Breaking Bad. I love Hank. He's one of my favourite characters. However, I have a bittersweet uh, feeling about Hank because of something Hank, the actor of Hank, did to me. What? five or ten years ago. And what I'm going to do to make you listen to this entire podcast, I'm going to tell you what happened between me and Hank, the beef, after the show. Five, ten years ago, something happened with the actual actor who played Hank. What was his name again? Dean Norris. Dean, Yeah, somewhere between me me and Dean Norris. Wow. Find out after this. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. What is the date today? What kind of date have we got going on? 18th of December. Well, uh, we mentioned there was a bit of like grinchiness going on. I don't know if anyone else is feeling the same way. There's a thing that's occurring in our house at the moment that is kind of a, a, a very festive gripe, if I may classify it as such. Uh, we've been given a box of celebrations, you know, those mini chocolate yeah. things or whatever. Uh, and it's great. So what we'll do, we'll have them whilst we're having a cup of tea, whilst watching trash on the telly in the evenings. But my other half, Katie, has been doing this thing that is really winding me up, where she's been eating them but then putting the wrappers uh, back in the box. It's the worst thing. So you think, oh, I'll have one of them, and you, you put your hand in it, it's almost like a mirage, because yes. it's just a load of wrappers swirling around. <laughs> and you know what? I, I pulled her up on it, and she said, and I quote, needs must. No. Needs must. What, you can't even just put the wrapper over there or put it in the bin? Needs must. I'm, I'm fully with you on this. It's, it's horrendous. When the wrapper goes in there, because we're all familiar, no matter whether it's uh, Miniature Heroes or your Celebrations or your Quality Street or your Roses, we're all familiar yeah. with, with the colour of the wrappers and what we think that's going to be. And you see a little hint of it. You just think, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have that. I, and you go fudge. there, it's just wrapper. There's a load of wrappers. So I've done that before. I've, I've put my hand in thing in, oh, brilliant, some of my favourite ones are left and it's just air. It's right up there as number one Christmas Christmas wind-up, I would say. Yeah, proper little festive wind-up. And um, there, there are some out there, aren't there, unfortunately? Here's another one. Here's another one. I've often said uh, about how I am uh, right up there with one of the best recyclers there is. Not just that, but like me, my recycling bin is so tidy. You know, I scrunch down the packaging, I fold, <laughs> I fold things up. You could fit so much in my re- recycling bin. Then it gets to Christmas, 
What are you laughing at? Just, you're just boasting about how much you can get in your recycling bin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. well, yeah, that's fine. That's there, fine. There'll be the, uh, honestly, there'll be other people like me. <laughs> you're elite. I, I, I run a good recycling bin. And then it comes to Christmas, you get all these presents and all this kind of thing, and the, and the family around, and they just stuff stuff in there. And I'm thinking, that ain't going to last the two weeks until the recycling comes and gets collected again. Yeah. If you recycle like that, you've got to fold, you've got to scrunch, you've got to suck it all in. So it's your, your, your lamenting slapdash recycling during the festive period. Slapdash recycling and putting of wrappers back in the uh, confectionery tins. Those are right up there, festive wind-up. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, Jimmy's made a good point. Parsnips served in with roast potatoes. Stop doing this. Parsnips are disgusting. They need to get into the bin anyway. They are all, aren't they? Awful. When, when do you ever have parsnips apart from... Do you know what they look like? Yeah. yeah. Like a poodle's... <laughs> Um, my other, I was just saying earlier on, my other half, Katie, uh, puts the wrappers from Celebrations chocolates back in the pot after she's eaten. It was absolutely outrageous. Someone's texted here saying, my wife leaves the after eight envelopes in the box. That's actually even worse because they're not screwed up because you just slip the, slip the after eight out and then it goes back in and you're even more kidded. You have to go it's, through it's, them. Yeah, like you're, you're working your way through someone's filing cabinet. Or an old record collection. No, 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 no. Festive no. wind-up. Uh, Gary says people who begin to count in sleeps instead of days, particularly grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Happens a lot. Happens very easily. I can be guilty of that one. I think it's a, as a defence, when you've got little ones, yeah, you can lapse into it too easily, can't you? There's no excuse for it, mate. All right, fair enough. I'm just speaking on behalf of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, were, we were speaking earlier about your, your Katie and other people who, who just put the wrappers back in collection boxes and all that kind of stuff. Outrageous. Uh, Al says, when I was a home shopping driver, I used to push the sides of the hero's tub to not break the seal, take a handful of sweets, eat them, put the wrappers back, so when the customer opened them, they would think it was done in the warehouse. That's terrible. <laughs> what, what, what a psychopath. <laughs> what kind of psychopath does behavior, that? Al. It's like the food equivalent of the Unabomber or something. <laughs> uh, Carmen and Kate, who are listening to the show on the move, say, uh, I've never seen this before, but apparently it's a thing, sweet corn on a Christmas dinner. No, thank you. Reprehensible. Uh, Kelly is... Hang on, what's your festive wind-up, Kelly? Oh, sellotape. Sellotape. I'm sorry. <laughs> what gets you, you so annoyed about sellotape? Because you can't find the end of it. You need to fold the end of the sellotape up so it's easy to find. And if you don't fold it up, you've got to then use your nails or use your teeth to try and find the end of the sellotape. And it's just not on. I feel like you don't really like giving gifts, Kelly. Is it that? Is it more of that? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I know just what? buy them bags so that you just tie up at the top. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big fan of uh, of giving a bottle of something and putting <laughs> putting yeah. it in a bottle bag. A guy I used to work with called Absolutely. Sam. Sam used to come up with this thing where he just put stuff in tin foil. That's a great idea. Just wrapped tin foil around everything, and it you know it looks sparkly and smart. And there you go. You don't have to mess around with uh, sellotape. That's a brilliant idea. I'm going to do that next year now. I should have saved that for our mind blown feature, but we've gone and <laughs> yeah. used it now. <laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. Uh, Mark says people who order cocktails in a normal pub should be banned. Oh, yes. Especially this time of year when Mary from Accounts can't decide which one she wants. I think that's a bit unfair on Mary from Accounts. I just think for the rest of the year, Christmas aside, there just should be a cocktail hatch. Yeah. If you want to go and waste your time <laughs> yeah. with them. And, and that also includes people who are having uh, uh, Irish liqueur coffees. <laughs> 
Get out of town. It's not 1983 anymore, mate. <laughs> uh, get rid of them. Now, listen, every day, on a more positive festive note, uh, we count down to Christmas Day here on Home Time. This this is the first bit of positivity we've done so far. We've been Grinches so far. It feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's just go back to moaning. In a minute. <laughs> on a more positive note, uh, yeah, so we don't count down days, we don't open doors on Advent calendars. Uh, we count down to the big day by meeting Daves. You are fantastic listeners. Daves up and down the country. Today we meet our eighth Dave of Christmas. Uh, as we say once again, who's this on the line? Hello there, it's Dave from Worcester. Hey! Dave from Worcester! Good man. Hey, how are we doing, boys? Uh, right? We're good, good, we're good. You already winding down till Christmas? Because hands up, we are. Yeah, got to be, haven't you? Got to get the mistletoe out, you know, and all that malarkey. All right, Dave, hoping to get okay. lucky in the next week or so. <laughs> uh, Dave, tell us what you do. What's your job? Yeah, good question. Um, OK, I work with the visually impaired, uh, selling equipment for them. Oh, All wow. right, good man. That sounds interesting, Dave. Yeah, get computers to talk, and if they can't read a newspaper or see the bus or whatever, you know, we've got devices that'll read it out to them. Good man. Wow. Lovely thing to do, my friend. I know, hey, that's me. I'm a lovely person. <laughs> you're a lovely person, so you've obviously bought a lot of gifts for Christmas. I'm sure you're 100% ready, aren't you, Dave? Oh, well, about 96% ready, to be honest. I'll take that, 96%. And, and is there one thing that you're looking forward to getting maybe this Christmas, Dave? What's on your Christmas list for Santa? Yeah, I would love three points on Saturday against the Liverpool. Oh, oh. he's a gooner! <laughs> Come on, with me. That's good. <laughs> I, obviously, I would hate to see Liverpool slip up at this stage, but there you go. Oh, we're all united in wanting uh, three points. We are. I think <laughs> we are. On Saturday. Come on, Santa, you can do it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's get back down to business. Uh, do you have a good singing voice, Dave? Oh, mate, in the, well, I was going to say, in the bath, I was red up, but we haven't got a bath anymore. We've taken it out, so uh, it's a bit rusty, but we'll give it a go. Well, let's hope the absence of the bath <laughs> hasn't meant that you can't sing anymore. <laughs> Dave, are you ready to sing? I'm ready, I'm ready. Here we go. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Dave from Worcester. Dave from Gumball. Dave from Clapham. Dave from Dave from Liverpool. Dave from Wigan. Dave from Bolton. And uh, Dave from Hartford. Wow. <laughs> Every time I hear him at the end, Dave from Hartford, it gets worse. <laughs> How does it get worse? Oh, precious lover, if you are called Dave and you'd like to sing, we've got four slots left available. Uh, time to get in touch. Text us now, 8.12.15, uh, or you can email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, two numbers dominating tonight's show. Eight, obviously our eighth day of Christmas. We just met them a bit earlier on. And I believe, is it is it five in terms of a fifth rollover of the sound of the season? Or is it six? And we're at six uh, coffee flasks up for grabs. I think it's rolled over five times, which means it is six, six. coffee flasks up for grabs. Grabs. So you've got to guess it's a tiny little sound effect from the world of uh, you know the festive period, but no one's guessed it for ages. Maybe it could be your lucky night tonight. I wonder whether our sound of the season is going to turn into some people's festive wind-up. Oh yes, uh, we've been we've been yeah. speaking about festive wind-ups uh, after we we heard the horrendous situation in your household about your Katie who's using these uh, selection boxes, uh, unwrapping the wrappers and sticking them back in with all the sweets that are still to be eaten. I, when I when I when I pulled her up on. I'll remind you of what I said earlier on. She turned to me and said, needs must. Needs needn't. What, what is that? What is that? Darren says, so get, get off your chest, something that other people do during Christmas and wind you up. Uh, people who think you are weird because you don't put your tree up in November. He hates that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hillary says, families who wear matching pyjamas, get a grip. 
We've bought the girls' matching pajamas, but uh, Katie and I haven't joined in on that just well, yet. Well, then, then I think you're fine. <laughs> I don't think you're. I don't think you're. You're within Hillary's ire on that one. Uh, Chinook says sherry, sherry drinkers. No one drinks that anymore except Christmas. They seem to become. Oh yes, I'll take a sherry. Uh, and on the subject of drinks, uh, Dave is in the lakes, and he says you spend all year supporting your local pub. Then for two weeks you can't get near the bar <laughs> for people socialising. He's got a point. He's got a point. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Oh, with only a week to go until the big day, um, the Grinches have arrived in the studio. We were getting irritated earlier about uh, Bush's Katie putting the, the wrappers back in the selection box uh, with uh, used sweets. Uh, what else is on the list of festive wind-ups? It's kind of descended a little bit, actually. Uh, Claire's in the Highlands says, festive of wind-ups, people come into your house. What, just in general? <laughs> yeah. Just in general. Yes. Wow, that, where's the milk of human oh, spirit gone there? Oh, we've had a tweet from, we don't know if this is real or not, the British Turkey Council. Right. Uh, apparently they are a non-for-profit organisation here to protect your consumer rights for all your seasonal turkey matters. Right. They say, uh, the thing that winds them up at Christmas, people who leave preparing their turkey until the last minute, then to find out that it's rotten and it's too late to source a replacement, so complain on social media. Therefore the British Turkey Council are here to intervene. So my turkey only arrives on Saturday. Is that too late then? I they don't need know. To get back to me. Turkey Council, can you let Richie know because it may ruin Christmas. <laughs> uh, let's get back to your gripes. We've got Vanessa on the line. What winds you up about Christmas, Vanessa? Every every week throughout the rest of the year I, I book my trick and collect slot and I go and pick up my shopping and I have no trouble. There's always one available. For two weeks over Christmas I cannot get a slot for love nor money. I even rang the supermarket and said, when do you release your Christmas slot? She said the 18th of November. This November, I think it was. So I set an alarm and I went on the website and they hadn't released them. And they hadn't released them. I can't get one. So for two weeks, I've got to go with the Gribblies and get my own shopping. So, <laughs> Richie, you're a click and collect kind of guy. I am a click and collect. problem? I've, well, I've got my click and collect book for Saturday morning, actually. Oh. So, How? Who did you pay? No, I've not paid anyone, Vanessa. Um, <laughs> I can, I've, I've actually still got time to uh, add to the order. So uh, if there's anything you oh, want, you I'm sure we can come to some kind of arrangement. Yeah, you can uh, outsource it. <laughs> <laughs> Van yes, Vanessa, just remind that. us what you called us, the general unwashed that you have to now mix with to go and do your shopping. The Gribblies. The Gribblies. <laughs> wow, we are all Gribblies. They're the, they're the special people who come out at Christmas who, who only leave these for the last minute and they elbow you and eat you in a trolley and... Grinch of the night. She is the Grinch of the <laughs> yeah. night, this lady. This is the Daily Takeaway. Sound of the season. Is that the noise you think an elf makes? <laughs> what noise? There was no noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> what noise? Just, just out of curiosity, if you were to do the noise of an elf, what would it, what would it be like? <laughs> and mine? <laughs> mine? I think yours is more sinister than I mine. I think we've both gone. We have absolutely gone. It's <laughs> only Monday. in the week, yeah. Uh, the sound of the season. We've isolated a sound effect from the festive period. You've probably done it in your house. If you can guess what it is, uh, you win an incredible prize. Here's the sound one more time. Uh, Richie, tell them what's up for grabs. Uh, six absolute radio coffee flasks. Outrageous price. Uh, Sean, will they be going to you? How are you, Sean? I'm very well, thank you. Good to speak to you. Good to have you on, man. We've been moaning about stuff over the past hour and a bit. Uh, you know, unlike thing, us, unlike us, stuff about Christmas that winds us up. Are you are you positive about Christmas, or does it get on your nerves a bit? No, I'm positive about Christmas. Yeah, we've got the tree up and we've got everything up. My wife likes to get everything up. Uh, 
nice and early. We've got all the lights outside the house, so yeah. Yeah, all positive. Lights out the front of the house. Have you have you got lights out the front of the house, Richie? Um, I stuck a star up yesterday and one of the prongs has gone. Oh, dear, there you go. That's the, that's the end of Christmas for him. Have you got your Christmas shopping done, Sean? I uh, got some of it done, yeah. Still got a bit left to do. Uh, well, anyway. we could fix that with six Absolute Radio coffee flasks coming your way, Sean, couldn't we? You could. I've, I've no idea if I won the prize what I would do with six. I love that. It's what they ask people on Mania <laughs> yeah, Winner. Yeah, We're asking you what you do on winning six coffee cups on this show. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's let's ask first of all what you think this sound of the season is. Uh, I think it's somebody circling on a TV guide with a with a pen, what they want to watch over Christmas. Okay, so one more listen. We did say most people have done this in their house at some point. And you said it was something that stopped arguments. Stops arguments in the house. And um, we've had a lot of people get it wrong, uh, uh, you know, and that is kind of borne out in the amount of coffee cups we're about to give away. Yes. Uh, how, how how kind of certain are you, Sean? Um, I'm quite I'm quite certain. I, I it sounded like a pen on on something, but I couldn't quite work out what it was. And then you said it stops arguments, and so that was quite a big clue. I thought. Here we go. On this one. Is it the sound of the season? You're a winner, and you've won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get Brilliant. in, Sean. It Amazing. is indeed that thing where people take turns going through the Radio Times, TV Times, circling stuff they want to watch on Christmas Day, Boxing Day or whatever. Nice one. I've been trying to get it through for days. Excellent. Uh, well, Sean, what are you going to do with your six flasks? We're going to have two, two, each, two each in the car, I think. Two each in the car? I know. How, how, how do you need two each <laughs> in the car? <laughs> One for hot drinks, one for cold. <laughs> Let yeah, him sort it out for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Sean. Congratulations, Sean. And uh, a limited run on a new sound yeah. of the season tomorrow as we put the show together. As it goes. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Every Monday, we try and cheer things up by searching for your good news. Only good news. There's bad everywhere you look these days, so let's try and accentuate the positive and celebrate the good news, because by doing that, you put everyone else in a good mood. Should we start with our own bits of good yes, news? Yes, let's do it. Right, I'll, I'll chuck a bit of good news in. This On a nerd level, this is good news. Uh, today on the train, I have secured my ticket for the Punched Con uh, board game war and strategy convention at a hotel in Coventry. <laughs> I'm delighted for you. It is honestly. I went last year and it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, it means like three solid days of board gaming, yeah. and it is just it's geek heaven. And, I, and I've got my ticket sorted. Got the hotel booked. I'm going. Fantastic! Congratulations. Thank you very much. Have you got a good bit of news? I've got some good news that I've only just remembered. This weekend has been chaos. Uh huh. It's been absolute chaos. So there's stuff that's stuff that has happened that I've actually forgotten. I've only just remembered to share this good news with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cut a long story short, the moles have left the garden. Get in. But even better news, <laughs> they've gone next door. Oh, actually, they've gone to the next door. So was, do you think this is anything, because you've had this long-running thing with moles where yeah. they've been appearing in your lawn. Yeah. Uh, you've tried everything. Yeah. Even pouring coffee grounds in the, there. The coffee is what has got rid. Are you sure? It might be the weather, though, mate. No, you know no, I mean? no, no, it's not the weather, it's the coffee. Okay. So I it... promise you it's the coffee. I've put so many grounds worth of, of, of coffee, it's like ground coffee down there. They hate it. it sent the message. Yes. So but, your neighbour's got it. But they're fine. Anyone that's worried about the moles, <laughs> the moles are fine because there's three peaks in next door's garden. 
It's brilliant. What, so funny. What a little Christmas, early Christmas present from you to your neighbour. Yeah, and he's on holiday, so he won't see it till he gets back in January. That one's called Mary, that one's called Jerry, that one's called Barry. Uh, Malk's been on, he's got some good news he'd like to share. Uh, dear Bush and Richie, or Bish and Richie, he calls us. Uh, my good news is my car has just passed his MOT. Happy Christmas. That is very good news at Christmas. It's like a little child. Uh, Lauren's got some great news. Says, this is good and heartwarming news. My wonderful team at Autos Technology have gathered 150 presents for our local women's shelter this Christmas. A huge thank you to them all. And she actually says, P.S., thank you for your hometown positivity. God bless you. Are you sure you didn't listen to the first hour of the show? <laughs> it came in later. Yeah, a few. Stuart, what's your good news? Then. Well, good news is that me and Angela James have got engaged uh, over the weekend and we plan to get married in August next year. Wow, yes. fantastic. What a great bit of news. Richie and I are going to try and guess how you propose, Stuart. Oh, uh, okay. you I, first. I think Stuart's gone down on bended knee in uh, in like a Toby Carvery, some kind of like traditional restaurant, and or maybe put the, the ring in a cake, something like that. Uh, Richie's going to have a... Is that, is that incorrect, Stuart? That is very far up, yeah. OK, my guess... <laughs> OK. Um, ..is at St Andrews at the weekend, half-time Birmingham City game. Uh, I'm a Villa fan. Oh! <laughs> got that wrong. He didn't right. fly a plane over there with that on the, end, <laughs> on the side. Go on then, Stuart, how did you propose? Basically, we had um, a little uh, disagreement in the bedroom and uh, huh. I was going to do it on Christmas Day... But just to prove how much I really do love her, and I do love her, she's my rock, um, I had to go and get the ring and do it there and then in the bedroom. Wow, sounds like some disagreement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way to start. <laughs> oh, I'm obsessed so with it. We've been um, we've been together for some, some time now. Uh, long-time friends, so it was sort of... Gotta be there. Well, Stuart, look, it's great news. It's really good news. We, we are happy for you. Yeah. Just a question: If you were planning to do it on Christmas Day, are you now down a Christmas present? Yes. That, that is a nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? It's, yeah, it's weird because I, I nearly. Pro- I'm, I'm engaged to Katie, right? So, yeah. but I was going to propose on Christmas Day, and then she went. Well, I had the ring up there with me and everything when I was up in Northumberland, uh, and I, she ended up t- saying to one of her friends, "Oh no, I, I wouldn't want to be proposed to on Christmas Day or anything <laughs> like that." So it's quite scary that as well. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yeah. I'm going to wait for all the family, but we just eventually we announced it over the weekend because it was her dad's 80th birthday. All the family was there. My family were there as well, so we announced it then. Can I ask a question that's is still burning in my mind? And I, I feel like I don't. I I, I didn't, wasn't going to ask it, but I think we're going to have to. You know, you had yeah. an argument in the bedroom. Was that like a? Yeah. Was it in 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 a, in a moment of passion argument, or was it you just happen to be in the bedroom and you have an argument? Um, it was a moment of passion, but nothing like that. Okay. okay. Well, I, I like I that. I like we're playing Cluedo. Yeah, it is a bit Cluedo. Stuart <laughs> in the bedroom with a moment of passion. <laughs> she, she thought that I had fell out with her and that I didn't care about her anymore, so... Oh, oh. and you proved her wrong spectacularly, Stuart. I certainly did, mate. Congratulations uh, to you both. We'll get new hats and we can't wait to see you at the ceremony. Thank you very much. Our DJing rates are very competitive. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. He didn't, he didn't confirm a no, book in, then it's fine. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. There's different levels of good news coming in tonight. There's stuff that's slightly frivolous, like Rich here in Old Harlow. He says, good evening, gentlemen. My good news is that by this time next week, I'll be very drunk indeed. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> ups and downs, isn't it? Anna, you had some good news for us, didn't you? We have some great news. Our under-18 girls went down to Edinburgh, Murrayfield Stadium, 
and we played in the National Shield final yesterday, and the girls won with a try in the final second of the game. Whoa. So, good. Uh, so Anna, tell us, who is the rugby club then? So the rugby club is Geary Rugby Club. And we're a mix of people of all ages and backgrounds, and we just support really positive, exciting rugby um, for anyone that wants to come along. The girls are an amazing team, and I'm so proud of them. Amazing. So where are you based, and if people are thinking, I'd, I'd love to play okay. rugby with you guys? north of Aberdeen. North oh, of that, Aberdeen. That's a long trek down to Murrayfield. We had, we had karaoke the whole way there. We had Buckley Crew, we had ACDC, and we had Carrie Underwood. It was wonderful. Well, that's a mix. What a combo. <laughs> and how, how does that make you feel as, as the coach, of uh, you know, seeing your team, the team that you've put together, uh, go and win something like that? And I'm just so proud of the way that they step out there, support each other, and continue working hard even when the game gets difficult. They, it comes from the players more than me, and it's just so lovely to watch them doing that out on the pitch. Amazing. Wise words. Thank you very much. Proper good news. Thank you. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So I've been waiting all the way through this episode of the podcast it's to been find out patiently. exactly uh, what happened between you and the actor Dean Norris, plays Hank in Breaking Bad, uh, and now extra significance as to why when I showed you that picture, you're like, yeah, 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 it does look like him, because you're obviously scarred by something that has happened. Quite triggering. Uh, so let me take you back Ripple, Ripple, Ripple style dream sequence, uh, maybe like seven, eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing uh, the, my afternoon, Absolute Radio afternoon show from the Guinness is it Guinness Storehouse in, in Dublin, Dublin. Yeah. Uh, and part of that was they were going to take me downstairs and the actual they've got like a guy who's like a Guinness expert mm-hmm. uh, and what he was going to do was show me how to pour the perfect pint of Guinness I was mm-hmm. really looking forward to this anyway got it already got the glass underneath that was about to tilt the pump to start it and then Someone came up and whispered in this Guinness expert's ear, and he said, "I'm really sorry. We're going to have to stop the um, stop the lesson here because uh, we've got someone quite important that wants wants to come in and learn how to pour a Guinness, and uh, we're not haven't got any time to show you. I'm so sorry." But you were doing the like the absolute radio afternoon show from the Guinness storehouse. I was like, I was like going to be live upstairs and everything. Wow. Turns out Hank from no. Breaking Bad, aka Dean Norris, Dean Norris had turned up, and then they gave me the elbow because oh. I'm a no mark. And he's on one of the biggest TV programmes of all time. So even though Dean seems like a nice guy, I've always had it in for him. <laughs> She's unlike you. Oh, yeah, it's funny, that, isn't it?